I overhear transmissions sometimes. There are things out in the dark that only the dark can overcome. Long story, and it may look like I don't know what I'm doing, but I do. Maybe not. things you won't understand. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's episode of the Relax Guardians podcast. I'm your host, Agnikai, joined as always by my co-host, Sebs. How are you doing, Sebs? We have got spoilers. So if you haven't completed the campaign, if you don't want us to go into any details, either leave now, complete the campaign, or listen, get spoiled. Yeah, this includes Season of the Risen Weeks 1 and 2. We have given you a week, guys. We have given you a week, and that is all we're going to give you. Others, We're going to fall behind, and then we're not going to be able to talk about all the shit. If anybody's out there in Queensland and all the places are flooded, stay safe, guys. It is fucked out there. Everybody's getting rained off. Stay safe. Don't do anything fucking dumb. I saw, I saw a picture of a, a, a girl, for some reason, trying to drive through a flood. And that's all you can see is the car, oh, back end of your car dumb, go up. Dumb. And then, <laughs> it dumb. Away. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You fucking, fucking dumbass. Stay out of I'm flood waters, guys. I'm lucky I live on, uh, um, I live close to the ocean. And so I'm all uh, water. I'm all sand everywhere. So it's just, just wet everywhere. <laughs> Bye, Jared. Hey, Jared. <laughs> he doesn't want spoilers. Bye, Tim. All right. So, so we are in spoilers. How have you found which week? Without spoilers. Without spoilers. Just say, how have you found it? Like, what's oh, your overall? Gripes? Overall, overall. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's a. I think it's a great expansion. I think it's a really good addition to what Destiny is, and it's a really good um, development and evolution of what Destiny is becoming. I'm really excited for the way they're telling their stories. Um, their campaign encounters are starting to feel like raids, which is really fun. Not insanely hard, but still fun. Um, yeah, I think it's great so far. Right. Yeah. All right. I mean, I mean, enough in the same boat. Like we all, I've been reading Twitter and stuff, and they've been like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, it's better than Taken uh, King. King." I was like, um, "Is it?" <laughs> yeah. Look, um, Taken King is so beloved because that was like, you know, that was the Forsaken. Forsaken basically did what Taken King did. It was two tiny expansions, all that that really didn't do anything. Taken King came out and it was this big fucking revamp. For how like we had Curse of Osiris and Warmind, and there were kind of little mini expansions, and then Forsaken came out, and it was like new subclasses. Yeah, like okay, a brand right, new influx. Okay. Same deal. So, so you uh, played Taken King. You played yeah. Taken King, obviously. Yeah. What do you think? Is it better? Is Witch Queen better than Taken King? Uh, if you can remember, it's so obviously. hard to compare, right? Because Witch Queen is built on what Taken King started. So it's like it's already starting at a good place and then just going from there. It's so hard to like fucking compare the two. Hey, Cobda. Um, Look, I've got like, I've got no, I absolutely fucking loved it. I tried it again, though. Uh, And maybe, maybe I tried it again. And I'm like, nah, not doing this again on Legendary. I don't need to do this (laughs) again on Legendary. I'm done. But they, what I liked about it is you could do it on Legendary. And it was difficult. Yes. You did a solo. Obviously, it was, it, it was a little bit easier uh, yeah. on solo. Um, but then 
as times three, you'd have times three the difficulty. And I thought that was fucking cool. Um, I like we 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 are wrong. In theory, we didn't think Savathun was going to get killed. Like, like. Oh, we're going to jump straight to the spoilers. No, I know. I'm just saying we didn't we didn't expect we didn't expect Savathun to get killed. And I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. Is he dead? Is, is she though? Like, is she though? Like, well, let's go back. Okay, so right. I can't wink. That's a that's a little trade secret for anyone. I can't. You're right, Copter. You're right. So look, you fly in, you do the first mission. It's really fucking long. And then you get that weird little voice in the background. And then you go and speak to Finch. What do you think about Finch? Oh, God, you skipped like fucking three steps there. I haven't. What do you mean? Finch is the third mission. Nah. Yeah, you fly in and Mars is brought back and you go to the throne world and there's all that stuff. Yeah, but the throne, like the Mars part was like great, but then there's nothing really to have a conversation about. We can do all the fucking weapon. Uh, yeah, all the weapon crafting and shit. shit. And then, yeah, you discover the Sabathun's throne world and you encounter your first lucent brood and you kill that. And then. But that was already shown, so that's true. not really. True, yeah. Look, like, look, Finch. I don't know about Finch. He's interesting as a character because I don't trust him. I don't trust him at all. Sure. Um. But I want to see how he plays out. Like right. I'm, I'm waiting for the betrayal. Which, when it comes, I'm not gonna be like one of those people who goes, "I fucking called it." Like, I don't know. I don't un- God, you're both good looking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I don't understand why. Why does sound like depressed pharynx? Ah, uh, yeah. So we do. Have you done the parasite quest steps yet? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> things worms through that. We'll get to that. We'll get to cop to. We'll get to cop this point. <laughs> All right. So Finch now, all right? Yeah, Finch. So the whole point, the whole point of these ghosts is they we always thought that they were gonna be Nocris. We always thought they were gonna be dead ghosts brought back and then forced into the light. It's forced servitude into, for the hive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not. No, it's they a choice. Just, yeah. Yeah, they're they're choice. So that means these ghosts can have choices. Which yeah, I it, thought was a little bit Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It it gives us a different perspective on the way that ghosts pick their hosts or call yeah. them their guardians or their risen so yeah and like finch says that he's like us wonder he gave he gave the group i guess you can call it a name he called them the wandering ghosts so yeah. obviously a collective wayward wayward, wayward ghosts thank you um they were like they were a collective and they obviously didn't feel like they were connected to humanity to pick humanity whether it's yeah. hexo or oaken or whatever they felt drawn somewhere else and then obviously they found the hive and went there. Then Finch, Finch turned around and said that um, he says a line. He's like, um, it's like he's talking to Ikora and he's like, just because you're presented with a choice doesn't mean there's always a, a good choice to make. So he was like, I was presented with a choice to pick the hive, but that doesn't mean that my other option was any better. Like yeah. I did. You know, like, it seems like there's some of these ghosts were forced into picking the hive, maybe through some weird recruitment that Amaru was doing, Sabathun's ghost. Well, um, so, know. like, so the ghosts were, so we've got a basic timeline from when the ghosts were released in the, right before the Dark Ages to where we are now. Yeah. And it's roughly about a thousand years. Yep. Give or take. Mm. Give or take a couple of hundred years. So these ghosts have been wandering, like, these ghosts have been wandering everywhere looking mm. for their uh, person for 
almost a thousand years. Yeah. So you would get disappointed. You would get like like aggravated and disappointment because it looks like these things have complete autonomy. They are a living, mm. thinking thing. Yeah. So like, and it kind of gives you the like the thought of my ghost is this now, even though our ghost doesn't actually speak that often. And sure, Finch's Finch's lines are more than our ghost has ever said. In yeah. all of the seven years that we've had the fucker, yeah. So I like the cat. I don't. I don't like the character as such, but I liked the insight into the ghosts and how they mm. how they worked type of thing. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um. But what? So, Umaru. Yeah. Okay. Umaru is Sabathun's ghost. Yeah. Have you done the patrols? Yeah, in... I have. So have you viewed that he was he was actually a violent ghost to begin with? Yeah, he was torturing people or torturing yeah. things. Yeah. So he was yes. a, he was an angry fucker to begin with. So does that mean so we've always believed <laughs> I saw you tweet this, I know where this is going. <laughs> what? I know what no, keep going, I know this question. <laughs> yeah. So we've always believed that our personality is our own personalities. And when we get rezzed, these are the personalities that get given to us when we go reset mm-hmm. or by the, uh, by the traveler. But is it the ghost given our personalities? Because like, let's, let's work on Crow now. Crow is there. And Crow is, we know Crow prior to him being reborn. Uh-huh. And we knew he was a fucking asshole. Yeah. But but now Glint has come in and Glint was this always every time you see him, he's always this really nice like ghost. He's always this level-headed kind of flippy flappy fucking ghost and all this sort of stuff and all the lore that he's ever come across. Do you think Glint's personality has been put into or affected Crow? The thing with Crow and Aldrin is the fact that we know that Aldrin was corrupted when he originally went into the Black Garden. He went. He was originally like a like a, a jolly kind of guy and a happy jokester oh, okay. dude. And then he went to the Black Garden and something happened to him, and he came out the emo egotistical fucker that he was. Yeah, and that's kind of when we met him. And so, because I don't think so. I don't think our ghosts really define our personality. Are you sure on that? Yeah. Just think about it. Think about it. Let's get it. I'm not going to think. I will leave that open, that question open, uh, until we get to the other point. Okay. And then, and then I will get to the other part of it. Okay. I know. Just, just remind me to get it. I will leave it there that we don't. Because there's a somebody else that just we knew before prior. She died on a reset, but then she had the ghost and he was an asshole and then she became an asshole even on a full reset i don't know why i'm fucking just trying to beat her on the bush all right so when savathun finally got her ghost uh-huh in theory she should have had a full reset she did yeah but why didn't she have a reset to the uh to the light side type of thing that everybody else has when they get a ghost what do you mean reset to the light side so we always get re- we always get reset and we always get like the fact that we are always good as such. We are always on the good side. We haven't come across any dark guardians as such. 
yet. Right. But other than the Iron Lords, but that's I think that's more nature versus nurture type of thing. Yeah. So in theory, when she got her ghost, because we know she got rezzed, when she got her ghost, in theory, she should have been reset to the values of the traveler as such, and to the values of every every other guardian, because they seem to be reset to the same to the same factory settings. But she had Amaru, who was violent before he become her ghost. Mm. Do you think like that is the emphasis on his personality overriding hers and then she had already, she become violent again as such? I don't think we get reset to the light. It's weird because our example of us getting res is we get res and then our ghost is like, we need to get to the last city. So we kind of get pushed straight there. Yeah. But I feel like we never really see her first resurrection. So I think when Amaru picks her back up, he just told her who she is and she went straight to her throne world. Okay, all right. So I think it's just like where you go after you first spawn. So it's just a coincidence that she picked a violent ghost. Well, she didn't pick it. Like, he picked her. Yeah, all right. It's just a coincidence that the Traveler released Amaru that was violent. He then picked her. He was violent. And then she become violent again. So this we don't know like when ghosts are born if they're a blank slate and they develop over time. And like, did Amaru come out just fucking throwing punches? Yeah, but you would have had you would have had Dark Guardians before this. You would have had Dark Guardians if they've got the the Dredgen. No, you have one Dredgen, and he chose. They were not evil. The Dredgen wasn't evil. She uh, was the. Thorn guy Malfoy, was evil. Yeah. Shin Malfoy was evil. No, no, but the no. Dre, uh, sorry, Shin Malfoy was the, the, the uh, Thorn guy. Ray's Lazir became Dredgen Yor. Yep. Yeah. Um, so he was evil. Who, yes. who, who had the Thorn? Dredgen Yor had the. Yes. Dredgen so Yor had he the Thorn. Be, yeah. He came evil. Yes. But then the, all the Dredgens was a story to try and draw out evil guardians. Actually, yeah, you're right. Yep, yep. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Dredgen not evil, just the one person who's evil, the Thorn guy. Yeah, Dredgen Yor, yeah. And, yeah, Dredgen Yor. He's the only one that we've ever found out that is kind of evil. Well, there's another one now. There was that story that happened in Season of the Splicer, I believe, where in Trials, that, that, that Guardian... She like, wasn't evil. She was, she was a zealot. Oh, I suppose you could class her as evil, but she she was a zealot. She was, but uh, yeah, I suppose. But she was a zealot, and she was killing stasis guardians. Yeah, guardians wielding the darkness. So it's like, yeah. where do you draw the line on dark guardian? I don't like, know, but like it, it, you think more evil. Like I, I'm when I talk on. Well, define talking, evil now, because <laughs> this but, is where uh, well, the I witch queen so. is really blurring the lines of what we are defining as evil now. Because we can really enter the spoilers of the story of what Sabathun's ultimate plan really was and how I yeah. personally don't think she was fucking evil. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll get back on that now. All right. To be honest, before it got revealed that is not revived ghosts that the Hive have, I always thought that Sabathun was going to have Sagira as a revived ghost. Yes, yeah, I always did. thought that as yeah. well. Another good example is Zavala's ghost. While Zavala himself is a very serious man, his ghost is always sarcastic with him all the time. I mean, I never really think the Guardian really does not represent the ghost. Look at the Presage mission. Look at Osiris and Sagira from way back when. They were very suppose, conflicting personalities, but at the same time, it was what made them who they were. Yeah, I suppose. Look at the Presage mission. 
Kajimuri does not represent the ghost of the press house mission. So oh, yeah. Well, the press house mission is a bit of an um, extreme situation. That was driven to madness rather than yeah. your personality in life. Yeah. All right. So you go through, you go all the, th- you go all the thing. Have you, have you uh, played the hidden, the hidden missions where you have to kind of align the, the witch queen symbol? Oh, I've done the, the very first, first thing you have to do through the campaign, but I haven't done any uh, other ones. That reminds me of um, Second Son. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very Second Son thing, and I was like, oh, where, yeah. where am I supposed where am I supposed to look at this from and all that? Fucking um, what? Who developed those games? Insomniac. Yeah, they do I like those. Yeah, they were great. Okay. Yeah, so you go through the Witchwing campaign. Um, at first you think you're getting the upper hand because you're you you meet Finch and Finch leads you down a he gives you a clue to go and find something in a buried temple in Savathun's Strain. Well it turns out it's Sagira's ghost. And inside Sagira's ghost is a memory of Savathun before she was arisen. So you yep. think you get the upper hand. You go through all Both the lie. fucking you go through all the beats, you get uh, a piece of the tablet of ruin from Oryx's temple and I um you get the familiar from her father from Sathona's temple. Yeah. Not Sabathun's temple, which I thought was a really great touch. Um so yeah, you get the familiar and then eventually you get all the way through. It turns out Sabathun was playing the ultimate trick. She wanted you to get her her memories back from when she was pre- prior to being arisen, because of course she died, she lost her memories like we all do. We all know that it doesn't matter how long you are dead for, as soon as you become arisen, you lose your memories of your past life. So it was like the ultimate bait and switch, which is a really, really great reveal. But you could, you could, you could pick holes in there. Like, how would she know that she was going to get reborn? Like, how, like, how would she put all these things in place? How would she really know that she would put it in place? The only way I could think about it is, so she did, she did, uh, she Voldemorted herself. So instead of souls, she put her memories into the into these things. So she put uh, for for oh, yeah, phylacteries. Yeah. yeah. All right. So she phylacteries herself and she split up her memories into all these places and she learned from prior memories and that's fine. Yeah. But do you think she purposely did a, uh, did a Constantine? Have you seen Constantine? The Keanu Reeves one? Yeah. So he, he killed himself at the end. So he, he slit his wrist at the end. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. And he that. sacrificed himself yeah. um, in the film. And, yeah. as, um, and he sacrificed himself in the film to draw the um, angel back in, or some, uh, the devil back in, so she could, so the devil could kill the um, the angel that was causing dramas. Yeah, and then under sacrifice, under the sacrifice, under the, the Bible, you go straight to he- uh, you go straight to heaven. Uh-huh. So that do you think that's what she did? She sacrificed herself in such a way that the traveler had to choose her. She forced the traveler's hand because if he didn't choose her, then he'd be then he's not impartial anymore. He is just pick and choosing who she is, who they can have. I don't think he, she... I don't know. I think she always knew that she was going to be picked by him, but that's why she says that line of the whole, wouldn't it be, just, wouldn't it be funny if after all these years you just let me die? And then she drops yeah. down. You know, because like... It, it makes me wonder, like, when you get further into, like, I think it's, like, two more missions after that. You get to the ultimate reveal. She's talking about the witness and everything, and then you find the memory with her worm, her father's worm familiar, and you hear the voice of the witness, 
telling these story beats about the fact that there was never going to be a syzygy. The Traveler was going to choose yeah. the Krill to be their next Light Guardians, a uh, Light Bearers, and um, the 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 witness wanted the Hive Gods to get the Worm Gods to get out. So they played this trick, which I thought was a really fucking great like build upon the fact that you, if you are given the darkness, it's like a monkey paw type situation. It works against you. You have to take that power. So they kept on building on top of that. So I think she knew that memory. I think she knew ultimately at some point she found that memory again in her life before she was arisen. And that's why she split herself off because she it was like the ultimate gambit that she made. She knew eventually that she had to die she knew she had to find a way to get rid of her worm to be selected because she had to get rid of her worm to die. So this is the ultimate move. That's why she, when we see her teleport away and she swaps places with Osiris, that's why she teleported to where the Traveler was, you know? She was like, this well, is the ultimate place that I can finally make my last chance. So this plan must have been put in action because as Imaru comes up, he's already a hive ghost. Yeah, he's already green, isn't he? And he's already got the yeah, bones he, on him. Yeah, he's already he's already hive ghost. So she would have had to get the memories out of her and put them in. The issue you've got is where she would have got. So they got the memories of the uh, traveler going to choose them. Where do we get that one from? That's we got that from worm. the worm, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. So then that's us like basically hijacking more memories of the hive worm and then fucking up your plan at the yeah. end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, like she, this plan must have been in, must have been in, in in yeah. motion a yeah. long time before that she chose to go there to get the worm out. How did she ever know that the worm was going to fucking work? This episode of the Relax Guardians podcast is brought to you by Dubby Energy Drink. Dubby is your one-stop energy boost that will keep you going no matter the activity, from exercise to gaming. Dubby has you covered. Dubby have hand-picked what they believe to be the 10 most critical ingredients for focus and concentration. Dubby contains important amino acids and vitamins that canned energy drinks simply do not have. Dubby has also selected Neurofactor, a patented all-natural coffee cherry extract to help you fuel your brain. This ingredient is what gives Dubby its laser focus and fast reflex effects making it perfect for gamers. So head over to w.gg and use code RELAXGUARDIANS, one word, and get 10% off your next purchase. That's dubby.gg and code RELAXGUARDIANS, one word, dubby. Be better. Thank you, dubby, for supporting this episode of the Relax Guardians podcast. Like, it just had to become down to a point of there were no other pieces to play. She like she played her hand that many times, you know. She she um she was being chased by the witness through uh via uh Ziva Rath, you know. She was she was closed in at all corners. She needed to get out. She knew that she was trapped by the guardians. She was like, my only play left is to go to Marasov, offer myself to Marasov to get rid of the worm, and then if the worm works, that's my one chance to get given the light, finally, like, I was always supposed to get it. Yeah. Like, that was her, like, final ditch effort. This is after fucking millennia of trying to trick the worm to doing, like, you know, she built the death battery so she could constantly be feeding the worm, but the worm didn't accept it. It just got more hungry and, like, 
yeah. you know, eat like so long of just trying every other plan to the point of this is it, this has to work, otherwise I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's 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 a strange it was a strange one. Some great writing, don't get me wrong. Mm. Like you can see that they've brought in like proper the right people, the correct people to come in and write this stuff. Like they had the writer from um Resident it's, Evil and yeah, stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, Okay. I my gripe is the writing. <laughs> like, oh, right. my, issue, my issue with this expansion is the writing um, I really enjoyed everything that was developing Sabathun's character which was the, the scene where she's on the hill with the traveler and um, the, the final cut scene we get with the uh, on Fundament and like we get that reveal of like the witnesses revealing this ultimate plan that it always had all of those bits in between where Sabathun's like, this was the power of the witness. I didn't really do this. I just used the power of the witness, the witness, the witness, the witness. And I was like, come on, you are the big bad character of this expansion. We don't need yeah. to be hearing all of this, the witness stuff. Like, I really enjoyed the the reveal of that character. But I was like, you? I thought Did it was you? cool. I thought, I thought it was early. Like, I thought that was like a, maybe a couple more seasons away. Yeah. But... but I was like, you are focusing way too hard on the fact that Sabathun isn't as powerful as we were believing her to be in the middle of her big fucking curtain call, you know? Like, this is her moment, and it's like, yeah, but... Fuck, there was another guy that was really doing all the work the entire time. Oh, he's giving you... He was boosting your power. Yeah, it was like... It was was always the fucking wizard behind the curtain type of deal. Like, come on, this is your moment. That was what really fucking bugged me. I also think that Traveller was also testing us by giving the Hive Ghost to see if we were still worthy of the light. Have you heard about the leaked exotic shader? Nope, I have not heard of her. Um, and then we'll leave the, the other last uh, message for when we get on to that. Sure. Like, yeah, look, I, I, like the, I like the speech when she was sitting on the cliff mm. talking to the Traveller. But I did not expect, like... I didn't expect it. I didn't. I like. I. I must have already written the narrative in my head because I was expecting Nocris to pop. I'm going. All right, here we are. Use your ghost bang. Yeah. You're fucking awake. Yeah. I didn't expect it to go. Oh, and then bang. Now you're awake. Have we had anything in like I haven't read enough of the law yet. I don't think. But have we heard any mention of Nocris in this expansion? No. Has None. anyone anywhere? None. That's I what's weird the, to me. I read the book that we got. Yeah. And it was the first part of it is a Cyrus one. And it's basically, uh, it was basically him saying that he gave himself to Savathun because he doesn't think that the uh, the, um, the Guardian should have power anymore. Right. Mm. And that's why he gave himself up to the, um, that's why he gave himself up to Savathun. He chose, he didn't get, he didn't get stolen chose to go with Savathun and then I thought yeah yeah and I was like well what what like you can't trust the guy anymore like it's in the law yeah like well it's yeah it's like what happens to a guardian when they lose their ghost we've never seen this more than two minutes Cade lost his ghost and then he died straight after um we've never seen Drifter uh oh yeah my nightbot for some reason does that okay um 
my nightbot for um sorry my nightbot. We've never seen Drifter um prior to the way he is now. Yeah. So it's like what really happens? What yeah. happens to you when you are like ripped the light is literally ripped out of you? You become an old man. You just speed up to the age that you're supposed to be and you just fucking slowly die, don't you? That's there's no chance of you Well, now the Savathun has got ghosts. Maybe she they're gonna force another ghost to give Osiris back the light. Now that now they have now we know they have choices to go to one person to the next. Could you talk to a ghost and go, look, mate? Osiris there, he hasn't got a ghost. They didn't you, bow, we, they didn't hop, they didn't have hosts. Before. No, I know that, but they could choose. They the traveler released the ghost to yeah. give humanity or like humans as such um the light. Yeah. Like we've never seen, we've never seen any other like any other sub races having like light. Yeah. So in theory, you could turn to a ghost and go, a ghost without a guardian and go, look, mate, we know you can choose to give mm. the hive the light. To pair we up. know you can, yeah, we know you can choose to pair up. Will you pair up with Osiris? Yeah. Before anyone in the chat goes, yeah, but we saw Shin Malfur's ghost. We did it. Shin Malfur has never died, besides the one time that he did. And we only know possibly that he died as a child. And then was resurrected as a child by a wandering ghost that then left him again. The ghost that he travels with has never actually resurrected him again. He's never died again to be resurrected. So we don't know if that is actually possible. Like that example. Just before anyone fucking jumps in there like that. Yeah. Banshee is one example. Yeah, law-wise. What's, what's wrong with Banshee? But... I, forget, I missed what the Banshee comment was as well. Yeah, no, I didn't miss it. I missed it. I, uh, Jared, uh, put the rest of that banshee thing in. We missed it. Osiris is an example. He might be alive, right, but he yeah. won't really last all that long with his age. Well, he's he's only a man of sixty. Like he's got mm. in theory, in theory, depending on what law you read, he might live for another 20, 30 years. Because obviously, the traveler extended everybody's life. Yeah, in theory. yeah. In theory. So who knows but, how long they actually live for? Yeah, okay. But he's cut from it, so he could just go fucking mental, as some in some books. Yeah, is it? He's cut from having his abilities. Like humanity, he when the traveler like arrived on Earth, humanity's life expectancy like doubled, doubled or tripled without the ghosts there. So it's like, is he still like? I don't know. I don't. I don't. We don't really know fully what the effect of the traveler being there for so long has had an effect on humanity. Like, you're right. You're right. Because look at so he's. Roughly 60 now. So in theory, he could live for another 10, 20 years as a normal person yeah. without, without the extended. Yeah. So look, he might live. And then he's got the thing. But like, you can't trust the guy. He's given himself up. You can't mm. trust the boy. Mm. So him and him and Saint should just disappear into the... into the. Uh, I think we're going to get a um, Saint has to put Osiris down moment. Like, it's going to be that... Um, bittersweet irony moment um banshee was clovis bray he never had a ghost buddy he died post ghost and were loaded into an exo no um banshee was clovis bray um and he loaded himself into um as an exo and mm. then he did a big fight with the vex and that's why he's 44 and he chose to make himself 44 and lose all his memories and become this fucked up exo he is now yeah so there was clovis 
one to forty three, and then he had the fight. They gave him the nickname Banshee, and then he wiped himself and became Banshee. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so what else happened with Witch Queen story wise that we can talk about? So, what was your plan? Oh. So you go oh, go. On. Um, this the several things I was playing. I alluded to it earlier. This idea that she was going to trap well, trap the traveler in her throne world protect. to protect it. Yeah. She called a protection, and at the time, it seemed like she was detaining it with the way she was doing that witch's spell and everything. Um, yeah, it seemed a bit aggressive. I think that is our ultimate end game plan, though. For maybe Lightfall, maybe Final Shape, or whatever the big oh. showdown moment is, I think that's going to happen. Where like we're going to get into a, a into a an altercation with a witness, and we can't win, and so we're like shit. We need to get the traveler out of here, otherwise we will ultimately lose. Wake up Sabathun and let her do her thing. But you can't. Why not? Because once they, so you have to realize how the traveler releases the power to us, how he funnels the power. So if you think of it as a siphon, so the part, so the, so let's work as the traveler as a battery. The traveler is a yeah. battery, and then the um the tra- uh, the ghost itself yeah. is. A conduit as such. Yeah. So the battery funnels the power into the ghost and the ghost funnels the power into us. However, or the traveler straight into us, whatever, however it does. The ghost reses us. So I would imagine it funnels into the ghost because we have the ghost, it goes into the human. Fine. If you cut that off, as in put it into a throne world and lock it, will that power come through? Well, the, in theory, the difference is, is that she was doing some sort of spell to lock it away. But we can yeah, go to her in... and say, don't lock it away. We want you to protect it. But we well, can how? do it. Yeah, well, that's... Obviously... protection as such, is it? Because if the fucking door's open, the guy will just walk straight through the door. But, like, the door wasn't open. The door wasn't being locked away by her doing that spell. That spell was to make sure it couldn't leave on its own will. No. No, she, she was she was locking away. It says in the law, she is locking away. So she wants to hide. She was going yeah, yeah, yeah. to get into the throne world and lock the door. And then that will deprave every light person outside of the throne world of light. Well, maybe that's our ultimate plan. That's maybe just but, what has to happen. Well, that can't happen. Why not? Because then it's the end of fucking destiny. It's end that's of the, the light end. and dark saga. But then you just that's know what we fucking... know the final shape is. Is the end of the light and the dark saga. Look, I understand people's I understand people's argument of like they want she wanted to protect the guardian, but she didn't. She said she wanted to lock it away. She was mm. going to bring it into a throne wheel and lock the door. Yeah. And you lock the door, that is a complete different dimension. So mm. if it's a complete different dimension, that means, A, would we still have powers? Unlikely, because that's her end goal, is for her to have all the power and all the guardians do not have the power. And then B, how are you going to fight against darkness without any power? You're dead. You're done dusted. Unless you have only darkness powers. Yeah. And then is that going to corrupt you? Because it could have the light powers fighting against the dark power. And that's how you fought. Because if you go back to Eremus, she only had dark power and that corrupted her. Yeah. Is it because we have light powers that fights against the dark powers and that's why we're uncorruptible? Isn't that the path of the dark future? Eris only has dark powers and she's not corrupted. And Elsie only has dark powers and she's not corrupted. We don't know about the, the Drifter. Elsie, Elsie Bray doesn't have dark powers. Yes, she does. She has stasis. Oh, rough. Yeah, like... But that's what I'm saying. If, if, if Savathun was 
if Savathun locked the Traveler away, I would imagine that would completely block us off that power. And we would have no power to fight the darkness. And then the fucking darkness comes in, the witness comes in, takes over everything, and we're all fucking darkness. What if the only answer is you have to lock away the power to stop the fighting? Like, that's the only way you win. Instead of letting these powers constantly clash and fight and destroy each other. End end of the franchise. Well, it's end of the light and dark saga. But we know there's something coming on after that. So it's like, we know that... You can't turn and go, oh yeah, you're super wizards. Well, you're gonna lock this away. Ah, you're not super wizards anymore. You're just normal people fighting. Fucking well, obviously we get a new power, stuff. but it's like obviously the power evolves. It is no power. Else. You just lock we, the cat away. We don't know what the new power could be. This is an entire universe. That's the problem. Out of all the law, this is the power that everybody craves. This is the power that everybody goes after. It is the thing. Like all the way through the law, when the traveler's going past, it goes the when the hive goes past, it goes after that bloody spire with the the bird people. Yeah. It, it, when that when the traveler goes to the fallen, the fallen goes after the traveler. When the hive sees the traveler, it goes after the traveler. The cabal goes after the traveler. The fucking vex wants neutrality, goes after the traveler because it's out and it's out and about and it's not neutral anymore. So everything is everything the. The issue is we're all moths and the travel is a fucking light bulb. Yeah. And, it can, and it's just drawing everybody to it. If you cut that off, that's fair enough. One is the end of the franchise and you just be left with fucking darkness. Powers. Or is that just like how everyone in the Fast and Furious movies are all of a sudden car people and there's just everyone else outside of this very select group that we focus on? Don't matter. Like what, what if there's more outside of the select ever. group? Do not ever bring Fast and Furious into but this. But like, what if there's more beyond the select again. group? Like, we are literally shouting in an echo chamber of characters right now. So what happens when we step outside but of the echo chamber? There's nothing. Well, that's the thing. There's nothing else. The whole franchise is built on these powers. That we know of. That we know of. But like, unless something happens and they all get amalgamated, like, it doesn't make... Look, I think... Savathun just wanted to be God over everything. Probably. That's why she wanted the Traveler in there Probably. and she wanted to be God. She wanted to have all the power and she wanted to dictate who has this power to the highest. Yeah, I can believe that. And that's what would happen if she locked it away. If she yeah. locked away, everybody else's power would get taken, bang, and then she go, well, you can have power. And then yeah. Hive Ghost will just Nazi storm through fucking everything. Oh, yeah. If it was to happen right now, we would lose. But I think we're gonna have to actually use her plan in a different way. Maybe in the final, maybe in the final shape, maybe Lightfall. I think this is like set up to like this is a this is the um MacGuffin for the end of the fucking film. Like, oh, it didn't work the first time, but the last time is when it's really gonna work because we did it together. Like, I don't know. That's just my like. Yeah, I saw a um. Saw a, a really interesting theory on Twitter, and I wish I got their name. But they're like, they were talking about the why the witness looks the way they do. They look human. Um. And, All right, let me. I'll say. I'll say. Yeah. So, how do you think you guys they bring back black armies? Uh, black armies is never coming back, and I doubt it that they bring any bring of the guns back. They they um, guns. Oh, they said they. Said, they sunset in them for a reason. Uh, Cobb done. I think that's the end of it. Yeah. Um, hardcore difficulty. Your account die once an account gets deleted. Um, in Night Lightfall, 
I think that's a fantastic idea. I'd love that. But you just die all the fucking time. It'd be fucking shit. Yeah. Um, all right. So go on. Yep. So, so on. yeah. The... So they're talking about the witness and like um, how they look human in this reveal trailer or reveal cutscene. And their theory essentially was that the witness is humanity taking final shape from an alternate timeline. Like they are at the point of the final point of the timeline. And that's what humanity becomes. And so they that's what the final shape is, is humanity becoming the witness. I, I think we all we all so all humans have a shape. We have uh-huh. two eyes, a nose, a mouth, a head. We all have a shape. However the shape looks, Asian, um, Korean, and all that sort of stuff, we all have this shape. Um I think like the Awoken, they have the same similar shape to us. They just a bit blue with a bit of little sparkles and stuff. I think that they made it that it was human, but just not. Like they opened up the eyes, they opened mm. the ball, the head did, and they put a big, big eyebrow on there. And I thought it's more jarring and it's more like to our eyes. If we saw an alien, we'd be like, oh yeah, it's a fucking alien. Yeah, because we've got... We've got aliens. We've got fallen. We know yeah. these aliens yeah. exist. And to us, we can we can understand that goes, it's a fucking alien. Yeah. But if it's just off human, we go, oh, that that does not look right. And it's more jarring to our system because he's just off human. Hmm. I don't think it's got anything to do with the final shape. Like no. Uh, no. So yeah, they were saying that 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 uh doorway that they enter through like, like that wall that they sort of come through is a uh is a is a is a conflux of time and that's how they jump between the timelines and so they've come to this timeline through that point and then they open it up and that's why they have all the uh uh they have the image of the travel art and they have all the planets and everything floating around it it's a bit of a it was a it was an interesting stretch but, they, but um, they've always been there though that's the issue they've always been in this timeline they've always been yes, there they mary's one and io so like We've never seen them, but they've always been there. Mm. So for them to jump through a timeline into this and that, I don't know, but I don't think so. I don't think so. It'd be great. It'd be be great if we could, we branch into different timelines. We branch into, just think about it now. So if you just think of different timelines and different Earths, okay? So you have your first Earth and that's where all our, um, that's where all our business are right now. Mm. All right, and then you have you have throne world that we know is a different dimension. You jump into Mars, you jump into throne world, you're in a different dimension. But think of this as if you go into the dark timeline, uh-huh. that's all PvP. You go in there, and everybody is against everybody because it's the dark timeline. So you are walking, running around. There's eight or nine other people in your instance. They can attack you like the um, like the darkness zone. Oh, so yeah. you're thinking like, oh yeah, like um, the the division, division, yeah. And then you could do that, and then you go, oh well, this timeline's a little bit different. You can go into that timeline, and it's more PVE oriented and stuff like that. Like they could mm-hmm. branch this game out into different aspects by literally going, that is your fucking dark timeline. We can go, you can go in there, but. That's where Crucible lives. <laughs> yeah, that's where that's where PvP lives. That way, that's where PvP lives. You can have open world PvP, or you can go fucking Crucible PvP. Right. And then go if you don't want to go in there, you can still do the same mission down here. You can still go and do this one. 
or you can go into that one and fight everybody. Yeah. So I don't. I do you think that'd that be cool. this expansion has gotten us any closer to what like? Uh... Hey guys, the Relaxed Guardians are now sponsored by Aim Controllers. AIM controllers are one of the largest brands supplying fully modified and original Sony and Microsoft controllers. These bad boys are fully customizable down to the back pedals, to the tactical triggers and the bumpers, even down to that smick paint job they've always wanted. They have a lifetime guarantee on all modified components, so jump on their site, aimcontrollers.com, and use the coupon RELAXGUARDIANS for up to $50 off of any purchase over $200. Cheers, guys. I'm so I just so don't care about Lightfall because I know the final shape is the end point. So I'm like I just don't care about this middle story beat anymore because I'm like it just whatever happens here, it has to be finished in the next one. You know, it's like um, it's like why I haven't watched June yet because it's June part one. So I'm like fuck it, I'll wait till June part two comes out and I'll watch them together because that's supposed to be one fucking coherent thing. Yeah, I'm just like. There's, there's just nothing. Depends, because they've got a lot of, they got a lot of strings to tie up. Still, there has to be. There's Sabathon. They've kind of tied up Sabathon, but they haven't, because Imaru disappeared. That's what so I'm. So like, like Copter like... said, yeah, like Copter said, did she? Can, in theory, she can come back whenever she wants, because that's the way. That's the way the ghosts work with us. Whether yes. they work with them, that's a completely different thing. We don't know. If they haven't got the body, they just destroy the body. And it's back down to what happened in the, the game the other day, the D&D game, is how do ghosts res you? Oh, there's, there's, a, yeah, there's, a, there's a line that uh, I think Akora says with seventh, after you've eaten Sabathun, she's like, collect the body or go store it somewhere. So okay. they need the body. So, yeah, so it's, it's a possible DNA thing that they need a yeah. sample of the DNA and then replace it after that. If you're, if you're completely burnt up, whether it's a nuclear blast or something, then you can't get brought back. But then we still got Sivu Wrath. Yeah, see, Sivu Wrath is starting to strike me as a character who we're going to deal with um, over the next couple of seasons. Yeah. I don't think we're getting an expansion with her the way we got it with Witch Queen, which is kind of disappointing because with the reveal of the fact that the, wit the witness played this big trick on the sisters, it kind of belittles their whole overarching story and it just gives no room for Ziva Arath to be this big powerful character she just has to be a general underneath the witness but you have to read it's, so it's dependent so there's a line in there somewhere where we were fighting against um, uh, Scorn uh. and it was like and the line was the Scorn have found power somewhere else to, with the ability to combat the light yeah so in theory Scorn is attached to Zivo, uh, like Zivo Wrath now. No, we know right. the, the witness controls the scorn. Yeah, but then the Zivo Wrath is controlled by the witness as well. Yeah, so... Or Callus. Because Callus is mentioned in this a lot. Yeah, I was going to get to Callus, and I want to do a quick touch on Season of the Risen before we leave, but um, we know that Zivo Wrath currently has the Taken. Yep. She took over the Taken after, um, I think Sabathun had him for like a quick minute after no, Oryx. No, she said she refused. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, she yes. must have, Zebra Wrath must have taken. Well, I get the witness took them back and gave yeah. them to Zebra Wrath. Yeah. So we know that they're with them. I believe the Scorn are just being like fucking, they, they just follow power. So I believe the witness is just like throwing Scorn out to like yeah. 
throw Savathun off. That's why they're invading the, the throne world. Yeah. All yeah. right, touch on this because I want to talk about some builds and stuff and how we're thinking about this out of how we build. 15 minutes. <laughs> no, we haven't. We've got fucking hour and a half. We've been rolling into one hour at the moment. So let's come on, talk. Fuck, I want to go play Witch Queen. You're not playing Witch I got to grind. Okay, yeah. So, Season of the Risen. So, um, first week was kind of like whatever. We got the intro cutscene where. Fucking. Okay, let's dull it back real quick. First mission of the Witch Queen, we just straight up destroy Kaidal's army. And then we go to the hangar and we're like, oh, sorry about that, bro. They're in I the way. Defectors. I no, no, no. Defectors. The ones in the arrival are uh, Kaidals. Oh, they. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then when you do a mission later to get the grenade launcher, they're like, "These are the defectors." It's like, well, you got to be more specific about this because they all look the fucking same. They're all wearing the Red Legion armor and everything. Like, anyway. So yeah, we're all like, "Sorry about that, bro." And then we go and do these psyops. We go, we go to the helm. Saladin gives us a whole speech about how he's like, "I don't trust Kaidal," and blah blah blah. Uh, we go to these Psyops missions where we're capturing Lucent Brood um, uh, by a Scion. Scion, like, breaks them down mentally. We capture them, we take them back to the helm. And they're hooked up to this great big machine and this Scion is, like, mentally penetrating them, trying to get information out of them. Uh, and so we roll into week two. Uh, same deal. We get a new mission on the Cosmodrome. Capture a new fucking Lucent Brood. Take it back to the helm. Hook up to the machine, and then there's this moment where uh, Saladin and Crow are talking in front of the machine, and Crow's talking about how he's like, "I'm worried that I, I understand that they're hive, but do they feel pain by this machine? I don't want them to feel pain. I don't think it's fair that we we get to penetrate their mind the, the way that we are." Um, and then Saladin gives this speech, and it leads to an inkblot cutscene, and my God. What a fucking cutscene. Like, up there with the Saint-14 Make Your Monsters cutscene that we had back in Season Spice of yeah. fucking hell. So, yeah, he tells this story about how back in the Dark Age he was patrolling a city, a town, uh, and it was like a small village and they were getting robbed and he, they hired him to go find the thief and he finds the thief and it's this little girl and she's stealing to stay alive. Uh, so... He he lets her live, lets her go, finds a, a nearby village full of barbarians, slaughters the barbarians, goes on his way. Comes back like 10, 20 years later, and the village is burnt to the ground. And so he goes to find the cause of why the village is burnt to the ground. Turns out the little girl became a brute of her own, and she became a warlord essentially. Lorded over the town. When the town couldn't pay anymore, she slaughtered the town. So he had to go. So- he had to go kill the girl that he had once saved. And he was telling the story because he's like, my instincts originally were to kill the girl. I knew from the start that she was going to be trouble. I knew I shouldn't trust her, but I went against my instincts, and it cost me lives. And now I have. I'm put in the same position where my instincts tell me not to trust people outside the vanguard. And I'm going against them again. But he's like, I won't make that same mistake twice. If I see a slip up, I'm going to fucking turn. And he's saying it to Crow. And he's like, I don't fucking trust Crow. So yeah. it's like this moment of... It's so fucking... It's, it's, it's layers and layers and layers. He's like, I don't fucking trust Crow. I don't trust Keitel. 
and it's he was trying to trying to link it into this idea of good leaders have to make the hard decisions. So it's like good leaders kill the little girl, good leaders torture the hive. It was a really great insight into his mind of you are this angry old man because you made a made a choice and it backfired and you will never make that mistake again. Yeah. And so yeah, fucking hell. So whoever like- wrote that. That's really great writing. I like that. I like the, the line when he turns and goes, you think uh, Savala is a toothless dog? Yes. Yes. And it's like, you don't know what he's done to get to this sec- this part. And I'm like, yeah. wow. Because you, you never see him do anything other than sit on the ground, sit on the wall. You see little cutscenes of him prior to that. Mm. But you never see his actual, like, pure force. Because he's never been... We've never seen it. We've always seen him like, oh, I put a shield up, bang, and that's it. Yeah, There's yeah. Nothing there. What you want is, what you want to be able to do is play a prequel to Destiny. Play a prequel to Destiny. It, it can be a standalone game. It doesn't have to have, to have the, it doesn't have to have the things that Destiny 2 has, as in the raids. It doesn't have to have the dungeons. It's a standalone game, yeah. and it can bring you up to scratch on all these powers, all these people in power. Because you don't know a fuck all about Ikora prior. You don't know nothing about Zavala prior. Hmm. And it'd be great to have a standalone game that you could turn around and follow behind these people, like um, or, uh, Battlefield. Battlefield 1. Yeah, yeah. We go and jump through different parts of the war, different parts of things. Mm. You can turn and understand that. And then you can, then it'll give people more of a, because at the moment, like like people said, everyone's, I miss Kate. I was like, I don't like him as a character, but he had more, he had more scenes and he was the comic relief. Yeah. And so we, yeah. we had him more as comic relief because of the way he was written. Yes. We've got no, we've got no, love for any of the other people because we don't know them prior to D1 and D2. What they should do is bring a standalone game in that you can pr- that you can go Savala. You can see the hardships that that boy went through. You can see the hardships the Ikora went through and maybe um, Osiris and stuff. It doesn't have to be too big. Like four or five fucking people that we know and then we can we can that's... go, he's fucking cool. Yeah, this is why I like Savala. Now. I think that's going to be the um the extra media series that they do if they do animated series yeah. or whatever they'll probably tell those stories play it. What a fucking uh, I don't know I'm, I, 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 I play enough things I, I, have a, I barely have enough time to play this bloody expansion at the moment let alone well well, look because we are we are going to do day one raid um, yeah, we are doing fuck. day one raid up past three in the morning for us in Aussie land um, yeah. I think it's a little bit earlier for you guys it's like half past four for you, half past three for me. Yeah. So I'm going to be up at half past three and I'm just going to chill and I'm going to get ready. I'm going to set the stream up and start doing yeah. that. Yeah. And we're going to go. So who do you think is going to be in the red? As in the boss? Yeah. No, just the, just the general enemies. Oh, okay. I think it'll be a scorn raid, eh? I'm, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a scorn raid. Um. Yeah. I know I said in the past that I don't want it to be callous at the boss, but I think it's going to be callous at the boss because we got this. We know it's fuck. I forget what the raid is called, but 
it's like the witnesses chosen or something like that. It's a special word for it. But when you're doing the parasite mission, Marisov tells you this moment about how the witness wanted to, her to become one of the witnesses' new chosen people and how Callus became one of those people. So I think I think it's going to be Callus. I think it's going to be a missed opportunity because there's a good opportunity to bring the Leviathan back all fucked up and stuff. And then you can bring the Reds back then all fucked up. Oh, like a revamp, like a like, like a like a like a dark revamp. That it's the same Leviathan, but it's completely fucking changed. Like you mm. can have the Leviathan come back, but it's all fucked. I like. I really liked the original idea behind the Leviathan uh, design. Wise, it was like this is where we're gonna put the raids because this ship is so big it eats planets, yeah. so you could never fully explore it. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I guess the aesthetic kind of got dried out. They try to change it up by like you go into the bowels of the ship, and this is where the hive part is and stuff. But um, I really liked that idea originally. Yeah, like I think they should bring it back. It's a missed opportunity if they bring it if they bring Callus back as a boss in mm. this, because there's there's no reason to bring him back. Yeah. He's in he's in season of the risen. He's not in Witch Queen. Oh yeah, I guess yeah yeah he is a he is a uh, he's more of a seasonal character I reckon as well. But I, yeah. again, I wouldn't be surprised. But at the same time, we've also been baited out before where we've done raids where it's like we don't know who the boss will be because there's just no there's, there's yeah. no lead up to it like Crown of Sorrows, Scourge of the Past, a Wrath yeah, of the Machine at, from D1. Look when you went into E-Trax. They're like, yeah, oh, that's... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. Tanix is back. All right. Vow the, 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 the Disciple. Disciple. Yeah, so the, the Disciples are the names of the Witnesses' chosen people. So Queen Marisov was going to become a Disciple... The witness wanted her to become a disciple. Right. But I don't know. I don't. Hopefully not, because he'll be he'll just be junky as fuck if they scorn with um with Callus. But he mm. did he did do um testing on him. He in, did yeah. um in things. So hopefully there's a few groups. Yes, yes, Louis, uh for day one. All right. So I found a build for my build. Walk. A build for my have world. you before you go to your build? Have you done the two uh, little buddies yet at the same time? Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> That's a cool little animation, isn't it? Yeah, they rotate around. <laughs> yeah. But if you use no time to explain, they just rotate you around each other more like that. Oh, so it's like yeah, isn't the void one like an orbital point? It's, yeah, yeah, it's cool. That's very. And I cool. thought that was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like wow, that is that's such a good idea of somebody going. We're just not going to have them rotate around the guardian. We're just going to have them rotate around the fucking um, children of God. Yeah. All right. Nazarek Sin's mm-hmm. helmet. Nazarek Sin's helmet, void, void mm-hmm. kills, give you back a grenade and melee. There's a fucking aspect in there that you have. Every grenade kills will give you melee. Every melee kills will give you grenades back. And there's another one for devour. So you have devour on and every devour, it extends your devour as well. And it also extends your uh, vortex grenades. So you drop a vortex grenade, it extends through the fucking aspect, and then as it kills, it will then give you more melee and more um, more grenades back. There is also aspects, not aspects, but mods that you can put on your armor that more more melee kills you do will give you more grenade, and then more grenades damage you do will give you grenade back damage. If you put an elemental one on, it will give you void 
elements back, which then will go back into your grenade. So your instant grenade. So I'm getting grenades back every 30 to 40, like 30 seconds, something like that. Maybe instant if you use a super on there. And there's also one, there's, a, there's an aspect that's coming out now that it extends your devour. And then as you kill, it will give you melee and grenade back in an aspect. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, oh, well, it's fucking awesome, by the way. Like, I've yeah. played through as a Titan and a Hunter now. I'm like, I'm getting both ready because we our, our raid team is like mostly Hunters. So I did say that I would build a Titan just to balance it out. Um, fuck me. Titans are a lot of fun. Like, I, I went, I did my Hunter first because I've always been a Hunter main, but like, Titans yeah. are a lot of fun with this uh, Void Shield, Void Overshield stuff that you can do. It's like, Put your barrier down, you get an overshield. You throw your shield melee, which isn't quite as good as a no as a super sentinel shield, but it still gives you void fucking overshield. And it's like, it's just all about overshield. It's it's great deal of fun, and it's obviously yeah. I'm not like the most proficient in um, Titan builds with like their exotics and everything yet. I'm still working on how that all works. Yeah, but yeah, having but like, a lot of fun with it. Jared is doing the ones with the double with a double stasis need. Yeah. And then you can you can build into it and then you can have double turrets. Like double mm -hmm. turrets. And then you can do your super and then you only have to do the, the you don't have to shoot it off, you can just do the hits and it'll yeah. kill everything. Because the stasis turrets are actually freezing people. Um right. So it's fucking stupid. It's like I don't know how long this is gonna last until it kind of gets like tweaked a little mm -hmm. bit. Um and then if you get if you get a good void. Like um, Cobb just says, we grabbed on Lance. If you get a good void weapon, that will account to your grenade and melee as well. Yes. It's like it's like look at um, what's the uh, assault rifle? Uh, the uh, the void uh, assault rifle from last season or the season before that. You can buy it now in Banshee. Oh god, what is it called? I don't. I don't. There's a void order right it's a void order rifle. Yep, yep, yep. But you can use that and you can fucking wreck people and with the grabbed on with the Nazrak sins and it's fucking like yep. 20 seconds. Are you thinking Norin Hunger? That's the one I'm yeah, for, yeah, from way back when. Yeah. You know. But yep. look. So what do you reckon the end fight? What do you reckon of the end fight of South Do you reckon it was too hard? Do you reckon it was just right? Do you reckon it could have been um, okay. a little so bit different? It that I'm gonna take it through the entire campaign here. The idea, the, the way that they did each campaign mission, especially with Legendary, how they're like, there's stepping points in each mission. It's like, here's the first point. You learn how to do this specific mechanic, but you don't quite kill the boss yet. And then you go to the next area and you, you learn a bit more about the mechanic and then you don't kill the boss. And then obviously you put them together at the end to kill the boss. Yeah. I thought it was a great way to redo the story. Um, Sabathun's fight didn't really do that. It sort of just like went back to the way story missions used to be, where it's like you just fucking get to the boss and kill her. And so Kay and I were doing it as a duo, and um, we like got through her first quick damage phase, and we were just pumping her with damage. And I was like looking at her health bar, I'm like it's not going down, but we're getting like we're getting damage numbers on her. It doesn't say immune; it says like fucking seven hundred points, whatever. So I'm going, what are we doing wrong here? Like obviously there's something that we're not doing, or she has. A shit ton of health. So we like took us a couple of goes, and then we figured out go around 
kill the witches, and after that we figured out the route. Um, I was kind of I was I was a bit disappointed with Sabathun's fight because it felt like they slipped up there, like they didn't they had it so right with the way they were teaching you with every other mission that to not do it properly with her one seemed a bit off. That was my only real issue with it. Okay. Um, yeah. It, but other than that, it was fun. It was all right. Yeah. It felt. If, like you said, it felt like every other one. You just pump it full of damage. You just pump yeah. it full of damage and it dies. Yeah. You have to do a certain sequence or kill all the witches. It lowers its power. You pump, pump, pump. Yeah. Go around, kill all the witches, pump, pump, pump. It seemed, it's a, it's their fallback. Yeah. On the way they do it. Look at, uh, look at Tanix. Yeah. You do your thing, pump, pump, pump. Go back out, hit him, pump, pump, pump. Do your thing, yeah. pump, pump, pump. It's, it's callous. Yeah. yeah like, you do your thing. You jump from one platform to the one platform. You kill him. Blah blah blah. Like it's, it's they fall back. It yeah. is exactly the same, like recipe on every boss fight. I much prefer the uh, you have a time limit on the amount of damage you can do, and not a cap per health point. There's not like three parts in the health bar that you have to get through to hit an immunity phase. It's like you get 15 seconds. 15 seconds is up. Go and do it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, Final three Hive Guardians boss fight way more challenging. Yeah, yeah. Because they were they would come at you. You were in an area. You were in a condensed area. They, all mm -hmm. the Hive bosses will actually come at you. With this one, you can kind of disappear. Yeah. You have to run around the outside. You can hit her for certain spots that she can't kill you. Yeah. And then you go back around the outside that she can't get you. And there's the enemies don't come that way. Yeah. Like it's like you said. It's 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 as if they've. All right, we'll just have, it's an end boss. We have to go back to this. Yeah. We have to go yeah. back to doing this this yeah. way type of thing. Yeah, it just felt like a little bit of a slip up um, from such a great campaign. Like for all of my issues with the rate, the way they kind of undercut Sabathun in her own story, the campaign itself and working through that campaign was a lot of fun. The legendary yeah. um, difficulty. The health on the enemies when you put more teammates into a fire team got a bit irritating because it yeah. just felt like it was scaled a bit too high with the three people, but like that's that's just me. Um but other than that, like everything else felt really, really great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so look, I don't know, man. I don't know. Look, so we are we're gonna go. Uh this is the this is the end of this one. What we're gonna do, guys, is we are doing day one raid like we said yes. we're doing day one raid ags will be streaming i will also be streaming yes. i think seiko will be streaming as well come in we will have our channel points turned on so you can do bucket head or whatever <laughs> we, channel points will not be on um, i may do some i may do the horse somewhere along the line but channel points will not be on but we're gonna we're gonna have a go of it. We're gonna try and have a go of it. I'm gonna see how far I can push the misses in before she starts fucking kicking up. So I'm gonna try and do like until like four or five o'clock. I'm gonna try and do it. I don't know if I will be able to. Uh, but we've got we got people in um I was spaced out the whole day with okay. I was just like, I'm sorry. I got the day. Yeah, well, that's what we have to look into. Um episode four of season the redacted is out yes. go and listen to it it's fucking cool it is we are going to start streaming it soon yes we we're having a bit of a break and we're gonna let everybody catch uh catch up 
but we're going to start streaming. So every Sunday or every other Sunday night, it depends how good it gets. If people want to do weekly, we can see about doing it weekly. We are going to be streaming this thing. So you'll be able to come in, watch the faces as I kill people and then <laughs> help the guys fight and do all that stuff. If you know the law and I know the rules and stuff like that. It's going to be a good time. Um, that's it from me for tonight. Um, shouted on the microphone. Did I really? Yeah. I don't know what the deal is with my microphone. Like, I just... Right at your mouth. Oh, it's right at your mouth. It's here. Yeah, so look. Yeah. Look at the oh, difference. That's what I mean. Oh, my. That's there and there. Yeah. But yeah, guys, come in. Show your support. Lowy, I know Lowy's um, out for um, trying to get a team together. If you want to jump in his team, jump into Discord, and we'll sort something out with him. Um, and that's it, guys. That is it. Do your thing, Agus. Do your thing. All right, guys. That's what, that's it from us. If you want to follow us, you can follow us here at twitch.tv forward slash agonikai underscore god. Or follow us on social media. Just search for Last Guardians and you will find us. Go follow Sebs on twitch.tv forward slash Sebs58. He streams most nights. He puts out a bucket on his head. It's probably the best he's ever looked. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Oh.